Swing and a fly ball, right field. Way back and a grand slam for Max Muncy. Maxwell swinging the silver hammer in the nation's capital. Wow. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G. A lot has changed in Major League Baseball since we last talked. The trade deadline here. Next hour, we're going to go division by division, World Series odds, talk about how we now view the league as we go down the stretch of the season. But, Joe, we got to start here. You heard the call there, Max Muncy home run. The awards, reevaluating the award races as some players have changed teams. Teams may go in a different direction here, but the players, and there was a big injury this weekend, which impacts things. Tatis Jr. out again with that shoulder issue. I, I think it hurts the Padres in, in a significant way. They might mm-hmm. not make the playoffs, but Joe, the, the real takeaway, and I know you thought it right away, was what this means for your NL MVP ticket of Max Muncy. So DeGrom, so it's actually two big pieces of news this weekend. DeGrom, the Mets say, needs a few more weeks now to get himself together. We won't see him until September at the earliest because he's going to have to re-kind of up himself with innings to get maybe a minor league rehab assignment. He won't be back till September. Jacob DeGrom is not winning NL MVP making 20 starts. It's just not happening. Tatis would have been the favorite. Probably still is at the second. Acuna's out. There's only one guy left standing. His name is Max Muncy, and you have been 100 to 1. I looked back this morning because I was like, Man, I, I feel like I've been talking about Max Muncy all season, but it's been a month. It's been a month. I got him at 100 to 1 at one spot. I think it was Fandle, at on July 1st. It's one month later. He's 4 to 1 this morning. 4 to 1. Man, this would, would it be two and a half times my the biggest win of my life. Like that's how much Max Muncy money I got down when he was a hundred to one at one spot and seventy to one at another. Like, man, this would be this would be unreal for me. This would be crazy. So Tatis is still your leader in war at four point six. Acuna second. We know he's out of the race due to the injury, and Muncy is second at four point three. But he's not the second favorite behind Tatis. Tatis is still minus one twenty five. We'll see what happens with the injuries. If if it's ten days and he's back and he's doing Tatis things, it's probably a nothing, and he runs away with this, and he should be the minus one twenty five favorite. And that's why he is right now. So I get that. Uh, he is the third favorite though. He is the third. Trey Turner plus three fifty is the second favorite, which I found kind of interesting. Okay, he's changing teams right now. He's not available to play either. So the the top two favorites in the National League MVP race are not available to play. Uh, Can we declare Jacob DeGrom officially out of this race? Uh, He's out. I I don't see how a pitcher could. I mean, we talked about this when we first started our show about a month and a half ago. What a pitcher has to do to win the MVP award. And DeGrom was pitching well enough to do it, right, to overtake position players to do it but you can't miss 15 starts you, you can't you can't do it now right. he could potentially still win the Cy Young if he came back in September and he had five shutout starts yes. I wouldn't be shocked if he won the Cy Young but MVP it's a different kind of award I DeGrom's out for me so it's a matter of Tatis coming back the Turner thing is interesting but it's just kind of weird like if a Dodger wins it I'd imagine it's a Dodger that's been there all year like Max Muncy who's been really good a uh, great all year um, I don't see the Trey Turner thing happening. Uh, Freddie Freeman's a fourth favorite. I don't understand that. 
I don't understand that at all. He's not even he's not in the picture to me. Is he is he in the conversation for you? No, repeat. I mean, it, Come on, it's such a bad year um, to start, and then he got you know he heated up maybe five weeks ago or six weeks ago, and he's, he's gotten really, um, you know, he's put some numbers together, but it feels like it's, it's, if Tatis can't come back in two weeks, it feels like Muncy's the favorite. I, I mean, I, I understand the Turner thing. Is there anyone else that makes any sense here? Let me, let me throw yeah, one he, name here's your, I got one. Go ahead. Well, I look, I don't think he's going to continue this, but I mean, Joey Votto just hit seven home oh runs goodness. in eight days. He, what, where's, where's he now? Um, You got to go down the board a little bit. hundred. Is he the new Max Muncy? <laughs> oh, He's man. this month's Max Muncy? Okay, so I had another one at 100 that I liked. Who you like? I mean, I like relative term. Chris Taylor's 101. Another Dodger. And he's fourth in the national. If we're removing Acuna, he's fourth in war. Mm-hmm. Of the position players at 3.7. But yes, he's third of the Dodgers behind Muncy and behind Turner at 3.7. I don't think he's going to win it. I also don't think he should be a hundred to one uh, of the guys that could win the award. He's fourth right now in war. The stat they look at the most, I think that's kind of wild. So yeah. clearly nobody's betting on him. Let me give you one. And I don't, I don't mean to burst the bubble. But let me give you one thought on what could hurt Muncie down the stretch. Listen, man, I th- I think today, I think Tatis is your winner still. So how much time though? If he misses what just the regular 10 day IL stint, or we're we talking about longer. Cause that's, It'll have to be longer yeah. for Muncie to have a real shot. So let me give you the one angle why – let's say you haven't jumped on Muncie and you're waking up today and you're like, all right, who's going to win this? You don't have a 100-to-1 ticket like Joe. There's one issue with Muncie now with the new-look Dodgers. You know what it is? A lot of his war has been accumulated because he plays second base as well mm-hmm. as first. Right? He's moving around the diamond and accumulating def- – he plays good defense anywhere. I don't think he's going to move anymore, Joe. Think about the team they've assembled, right? When they're all healthy, let's say two weeks from now, uh, Turner's off the uh, the COVID IL, right? He's going to play second base every day. And Seager's going to play shortstop every day. And Justin Turner plays third. The only place Max Muncy's going to play now is first base because they've assembled this all-star team. They're, he's not mm-hmm. going to need to move around. I, I wonder if his war doesn't accumulate at the same pace because he's, you know, just a first baseman the rest of the season. It could hurt May I make bit. one counterpoint to that? about Turner, yeah. you might see Trey Turner in center field. Oh, you could. On that team, yeah. Yeah, so Muncy was was still playing. No more Bellinger at first? Throwing the ball 40 <laughs> feet over third base? Yeah. Yeah, well, that also would go to help uh, Turner, right? Turner Turner would be more versatile there, and it would help his his war. It feels like a Dodger's going to win if it's not a Padre. It's not, yeah. if it's not a Padre. Well, that was that was my angle with Muncy, yeah. that he had, he had that war of – the highest war of all the Dodgers, and he still does. Okay, so REP Paul Aspen asked me what I consider a cash out, and that's a fair question. I thought about this a little bit yesterday. One of the sites that I have a bet on Muncie did is not offering it right now. Uh, another site that I got 100 to 1 is offering a cash out. That cash, cash out is a little bit more than 15. Eh, yeah, it's about 15 times my bet. So how, how high does it have to go for you to say, all right, I'll just take it? It's not there. It's like, not there if yet. he goes off for the next week while Tatis is, is sitting out, that yeah. y- your, your cash out figure probably jumps. It could help. Yeah. Yeah. You might, you might think about it then. Th- there's no reason to do it now when Tatis is out. Right. Right. They're, well, they, they're tempting you to do it now. Just wait. Just of wait course. on it. All of right. Course. So the NL MVP is, is in a flux here. Votto, uh, Votto might be worth something. They, they could get a playoff spot. That's too. it. That's yeah. it. If, if and and Joe, everyone loves Joey Votto, right? If Joey Votto right. hits the Reds of the playoffs. What a story! Especially you know he's been there forever. And That's worth a bet. 
That's yeah. worth a bet for a wide open race. You're right. I like that one. All right. How about the AL? Just big picture stuff. Uh, you know, Curry Kimber goes to the, to the White Sox. Lance Lynn, Joe, right now is now the favorite to win the American League yeah. Cy Young Award. Yeah. What do you make of that? I mean, we, we've now moved away from Garrett Cole. So on, on right now on FanDuel, you can find Lance Lynn at minus 105. So, you know, just a, a little bit less than even odds. Garrett Cole is now up to plus 220. Carlos Rodon, the uh, teammate there at Lance Lynn, is plus 350. I don't understand it. I don't. So I've gone on record. Once the sticky stuff was going on, Cole's numbers dipped, goes through that bad stretch. He should not have been the favorite. They finally removed him as the favorite, and this didn't happen until last week. And there have been two starters on the White Sox that have been up there all year. You mentioned Lance Lynn, who is now the favorite at minus 105, which I think is completely insane. Uh, How about a teammate of his at high as a higher war who's – Hits everything that you're looking for in a Cy Young Award winner, at least what what I've seen in the past with how their voters are handling it with the high strikeout rate, lower ERA, and all that stuff. It's his teammate Rodon, and he's plus 350. Is that the most value on the board? No, but <laughs> Lance Lynn's fourth in war, and he's the favorite. Why? It's because of his ERA right now. Like I'm, I'm trying to, I'm looking at last right couple of years because he's been strong. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, right now, Rodon's ERA is around 2.4. Garrett Cole's at 3.11. And Lynn's at, what, 2.07? Yeah. I mean, I, look, look, if the season ended today, I, I get it to an extent. They might give it to him. He's had a ton of starts. He's racked up a ton of innings. He has a, the lowest ERA of the three. I mean, he has an ERA a run lower than Garrett Cole. But this they, is not yeah. – the season doesn't end today, right? We're projecting this out. And as long as Rodon stays healthy, I don't see why he's going to stop – being as effective as he's been. I mean, he's been unbelievable this season. I, I like those odds on, I mean, Rodon's plus 350. It's look, pretty good. Look, I mean, we talked about it when he was 60 and that felt like forever ago. Ivaldi mm-hmm. plays in the Boston market and if, not the restaurant, but if they win the AL East when nobody expected them to, and Ivaldi's a big reason, I know he doesn't have the strikeouts. And the ERA isn't as great as you would like, but he leads. He's tied for the lead in the American League with pitcher war with Garrett Cole at 3.9. You got to look at that. And he's still 40 to 1. Yeah. It's, it's a, considering the other three are kind of bunched together, right? Minus 105, plus 220, plus 350. He's way in the back. There's there's some value on that. Is he mm-hmm. the Joey Votto of the, uh, of the AL Cy Young? They're just like, take a flyer. What do you think? What do you think, uh, media brethren? Do you think they're going to vote for this guy to be AL Cy Young? Uh, his, he'd have to, here's what have to happen. Lynn and Rodon would have to hit some rough patches here. I just think if, if someone's ERA is a run better than everybody else, they're probably going to win. And Lynn's at 207. Rodon's at 249. Where's Ivaldi's ERA? Three what? It's 371. Okay, so he's on, he's a, a 265 run. fit. He's, but he, but he's 1.69 ERA worse than, than Lynn. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. It's a lot. What about Manaya? He's been hot. ERA's 301. Yeah, he well, he's the I guess he's the next one that could creep under under three. And then you all, all of a sudden you're in that conversation. The, look, three months ago, this was Garrett Cole's award. Then it became like, oh, I, I guess a white sock. Now it feels pretty wide open. I, I would I would pick Rodon right now. Three of the four awards are wide open. AL MVP for Otani's the only one that in my mind is settled right now. Yeah. Uh what what about Barrios if he goes on a tear? Could. What's he 60 to one right now? Yeah. New team, he, the, he gets the advantage of staying in the same league, which helps. You know, let's pat ourselves good. on the back a little bit more. 
We we told people to get Robbie Ray at 100. He's 30 now. Listen, we tried to help. <laughs> the question is, does he have to face the Red Sox anymore? Because those that those guys hit him around. If he's done with them, bet him. On the other side, we got more baseball to talk about. The league has been reshaped. How how does it affect division futures, World Series futures after the trade deadline? We'll go through and break it all down. This is BeckQL Deli presented by FanDuel on the BeckQL Network. On the hands, a flare into left center field, then Mookie tracks down, turns and heaves back to first. First start at second base this season, just his second since he was a rookie. What a beautiful play. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Rob Domofsky, he doesn't want any of this. I can't. Every time I hear that promo from MGM tonight, I crack up. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio with you another hour here on the BetQL Network. We are presented by FanDuel. want to go over some of the futures now that the trade deadline is coming. Gone uh, back on Friday afternoon, which was kind of weird. And like, okay, trade deadline. Now we're going into the weekend. Let's see what happens with the with the series. And we saw a bunch of sweeps with teams that added players. What do you know? Some juice added to the lineup. Uh, so we're going to line them up in about 20 minutes on today's games. Not a great card. Only eight games going on. One afternoon game and uh, some division value and futures. But I feel like we, we did a, a solid job, Joe G, breaking down the NL MVP, AL Cy Young. That We've got to address the NL Cy Young a little bit here because it's not over. We thought it was going to be over. It is far from over with all the DeGrom news that has come. And of the three races that we've been discussing, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm biased because I have a Muncie ticket. But the NL Cy Young Award might be the most thrilling one. DeGrom is now plus 900 on FanDuel. Plus 900. We've got Wheeler. He's not the favorite. Who's the favorite? Your Is boy, Bueller? Walker Bueller. Bueller. I threw him out. Oh, my God. Take a flyer on Bueller. Now he's a favorite. All the I, Dodgers. Just put your money on all the Dodgers. I don't even agree with this. I don't think he should be the favorite. Who do you think should be the favorite? I mean, I think Gosman's had a great year. Wheeler's, I mean, I like Gosman the best, but. The one thing about Walker Bueller, Joe, is he pitches a lot of innings. He, he'll just go seven, seven, yeah. seven, seven. He doesn't get hurt. He he might be the smartest bet of that group. The one thing about Zach Wheeler is he's never had a full year like this. He puts together halves, and I wonder, can he continue this over the course of the regular the rest of the season? Gosman's had some physical issues, a little hip here and there. I Bueller's the one guy I feel like start to start. Don't you just expect seven innings, two runs, five hits? Seven yeah. or eight strikeouts. So you just kind of know what you're getting. I'd make Burns the favorite. Yeah, the, the Brewers guys, the, I, I look at those guys as the most interesting ones here. Yeah. Well, there's a big gap, though, too. Like, as far as war, Burns is 4-9. Woodruff is 3-9. If we're strictly looking at war, there's a top three. Then there's a drop-off. But the odds say, nah, no, we don't buy into that at all. We're not buying into that. So you've got Wheeler at 5.0, Burns 4-9, DeGrom 4-9. Gap to Woodruff at 3-9. And then Bueller's fifth. Fifth in the National League at 3-4, even though he's the favorite. So, okay, let's let's run down this again so we don't confuse people too much. Uh, Wheeler is plus 400. He's got the highest war. Second highest war. Burns, plus 450. DeGrom tied with Burns 
at plus 900, then Woodruff plus 450, then Bueller plus 300, then an ocean down to Trevor Rogers, who has the sixth highest war in the National League at plus 6,500. Do you like anything here? Well, my first thought when I saw this today was, if you still think DeGrom is going to do this, and I still think he will if he comes back when they say he's going to come back, which obviously is uncertain right now. Don't you wait a couple more turns through? Because just right, one of these or two of these guys will have two or three good starts, right? The next two weeks, maybe it's Bueller, maybe it's Burns, Woodruff, whatever. So the gap's going to grow. DeGrom's going to sit idle. His number will only get worse or better for you as time goes along. Don't you wait two more weeks? DeGrom's not coming back in two weeks. I come back till September. September. You wait two weeks. Where does DeGrom fall to? Yes, you wait. You wait. Um, and then you grab him. And if he comes back in September and pitches like he has all year, he probably still wins. So he has 15 starts. If he gets to 20, 20. can he win it? I think he can. If he's at 20 with a, a sub-1 ERA. And, and again, I'm proje- we're projecting him to come back and pitch like he did before he went out. I think I think that's the play. I think you're right. Just wait. Because if we're going to Wheeler or Burns or even Bueller or Woodruff, we're just kind of guessing. We hope we hope one of the five or six right. is going to have an incredible run over the last couple of months of the season. But, yeah, betting-wise, that's the spot. You wait until late August, then you bet underground. Yeah, that that's what I would do. I mean, I listen, I'm just happy one of us is going to win and you'll win the Muncie MVP ticket. Oh, my, DeGrom, my DeGrom MVP ticket just it, it went out the, the trash. Listen, I've got a I've got to pick up a Votto ticket now. It's the it's the 100 to 1 thing. When you find a guy at 100 yeah. to 1, you just get you take him and you watch the run start. Yeah, we could have said it at some time about Schwarber too though. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> what, what we probably happened? did actually. I think we actually yeah. did. Well, it, it was a big number. But but there are three races going on. If you see a big number that you like, that you can see happening over the last couple months of the season, three are wide open, and I mm-hmm. think that's fun. You know what else is wide open? Some of these divisions. Let's go through them. Um, let's start on the National League side. How about the West? We know Washington sells every – Chase Washington. I'm thinking of the East. Uh, let's start with the West. Bryant, Scherzer, Turner, all joining the division. The narrative has been – the West is going to own the two wild card spots. Um, do we need to move on that, Joji? Yeah, I think we do need to move on that. So a couple things stand out to me, Joe, on this. Number one, um, the Padres did not do enough at the deadline. Like, they got some help. Right? Adam Frazier is a really good player, and they had a Daniel Hudson for the bullpen. They didn't address their starting pitching. I mean, that's the starting pitching depth. We know Blake Snell stinks. We talk about it every week on the show with Jake Hassan. Their yes. starting pitching depth isn't good enough. And, Joe, look at it. The Reds play a significant portion of their schedule left against teams like the Cubs and the Pirates. Like, they th- think about what they have to do in the West. They, they, the, the Padres have to play the Giants and Dodgers. Still, you know, a good amount of times. Who, who are the Reds playing? Other than playing the Brewers, the rest of that division is garbage. And, and the Cubs just went from underachieving to garbage. The Pirates are garbage. I think the Reds have some mojo here, and they have some guys coming back. They've gone on this run with Al Castellanos, who's been hurt. They're four games back right now of the of the Padres. They've got a real shot to win that second wild card. Uh, I don't see odds at the moment on Padres know to make the playoffs because I'd be curious about that number. On fan graphs, they're saying 77% chance San Diego makes it. Cincinnati, obviously the team they're fighting with, 23% chance. So they're giving the other 23% to yep. Cincinnati. 
makes all the sense in the world. Uh, would you bet? Would you bet on San Diego or Cincinnati to make the playoffs? Odds always matter. So yeah, if I get great odds in the Reds, I would take them. I I just felt all year like the Padres were waiting to turn it on until like October. They might not make October, and now they're without Tatis for at least ten days here which is obviously significant for them. It's almost the opposite of the Mets. Doesn't it feel like the Mets can just get by and, and probably find a way, even if DeGrom misses another month? I don't feel the same about the, the Padres. At the very least, this is dicey now. They're not a lock to make the playoffs. On Friday, hours before the trade deadline, I'm on the air on this show talking about the Giants' value at 250 and 260. And so now on Monday morning, it feels like it's gone. It, it's plus 145, but maybe it isn't gone because they still have the Dodgers at minus 173 games back for the West. So I, I think the consensus probably is right now the the Dodgers will overtake the Giants with Scherzer and and, um, and Turner. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure, Joe. They only have three games left against each other head-to-head -head all year. They've played 16 of the 19. It's over. They went 8-8 eight and eight against each other. They have one more series. So that's it to swing this whole, whole thing. And I looked at it this morning, Joe. Between these two teams, this could be the division. The Giants still have 19 games left against the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. The Dodgers only have 12. That's a seven-game difference, and the Giants are, you know, operating from a three-game cushion. Will the will the Dodgers play four games better than the Giants the rest of the year? I don't know. Well, I that's fair what you're saying, and if I were to pick a team, forget the odds, I would pick the Dodgers. However, I just don't think there's enough value on the Giants right. anymore, even though they do have that three-game lead. Yeah, last week would have been the time to do it before the deadline when like when the Dodgers were getting everybody and the Giants hadn't yet gotten Chris Bryant. That would have been the time to take the Giants. Actually, two months ago would have been the time to take the Giants. And you right. got them at plus 350, plus 400. Okay, I found uh, I found a spot that has Reds to to make the playoffs. What number would you need to bet that? I, I also have a Padres number. So give me the Padres first, then I'll tell you what I need on the Reds. Okay, Padres know to make the playoffs plus 390. Ooh, it's pretty good. Cincinnati. Uh, well, I mean, if one happens, they're both happening, right? right? That's that's it. So you could, I mean, you could do them both. Uh, Reds to make the playoffs plus four fifty. Mm -mm. What do you got? More value on the Padres? No, because the Reds, yes, is plus three ten. Well, I guess they're they're projecting the Reds could still steal the Central somehow because they're they they have that going yeah, for that them. ain't happening. It's not happening. <laughs> no to the Padres plus three ninety. Mm -hmm. I might jump on that. That's that's worth a look. Worth a look. All right, we talked a little bit about the NL Central. What about the NL East? All year we've been waiting on a team to jump up and catch the Mets. Every day, look up. Let's see what it is. Three and a half or four? It's three and a half or four? We're back to three and a half. Mets lead over the Phillies. The Braves still sitting there at four. They're two games under 500. Okay. Uh, odds to win the division. Mets are at 65%. Phillies at 20%. Braves 14% national, 0.2%. Since the All-Star break, all three of these teams are eight and nine. Nothing. You know why we keep saying I hate it? Because this literally nothing changes. It's the same thing every day. The Mets have sat between three and a half and four and a half up on the Phillies it every is. day since the All-Star break. Yep. Look, I, I actually like what all three of these teams did. I thought the Mets probably needed to add another pitcher, but okay, they got Trevor Williams. They got Baez, right? That was that deal. The Braves have created a whole new outfield of platoons with Duvall coming in there. Jock Peterson is in there. Uh, Jorge Soler is a DH is in there, whatever. They got, and then the Phillies want to get Kyle Gibson. They get Ian Kennedy, which will help. Um, look, 82, 83, 84 wins is winning this division. The one thing that keeps standing out, have you looked at the run differentials in this division? It's the Braves. 
The Braves Still. are the only team in the positive. They're plus 49. So I think the best bet's on the Braves. But it's only plus 400. I know. I know. It's not You, you wish it was more. Yeah. Uh, speaking of wishing for more, didn't you wish the Phillies would do more? Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's like all, all these teams are going all in. Chips in the center of the table. There's the Phillies. They're right there um, with the, with the Mets. I'd say right there, three and a half games, even though it's been three and a half forever, but they don't go all in. Why? Well, the well, the other thing that drove me crazy is <laughs> you roll your eyes. Yes. So now, so look, listen, Ian Kennedy's not great, but he's an upgrade in the bullpen. They needed that. Okay. But now they're almost they're almost like cutting their nose off despite their face. They're moving Ranger Suarez, who had been decent as their closer the last couple weeks, into right. the rotation because they have the rotation issues. Instead of getting another starter and having a good bullpen, now we're just going to sub one guy out for the other, and it's still six guys in that bullpen you don't want coming in the game. It's just they're very it's frustrating. This is what they do though. And also, they traded their former top prospect. Spencer Howard, a year ago, was the Phillies' untouchable prospect. He mm-hmm. went for Kyle Gibson and, and, and Ian Kennedy. It's, it's just Mets or Braves or Phillies? Who do you got? I don't want to root for any of them. I hate them all. But, by but I will say, Mets I will say yeah, I think it's going to be the Mets just because because nobody can gain any ground. I, I, I have no trust at a time. I trusted the Braves, not anymore, and the Phillies, whatever, man. You didn't do enough. You didn't prove enough to me at the deadline. And I will say, I talk about the Mets metting as much as anyone, but the middle of that infield is so sexy, dude. <laughs> With Lindor and Baez when now. They to, and they're, like, they, love, they, they love playing together. Baez is going to love yeah. playing with Lindor. I wonder if it gets Lindor going, you know, when he, when he gets on the field again, if he starts hitting. Maybe. Because he didn't hit. Yeah, he might. Yeah. yeah. I That's mean, they have the fun. highest upside. Let's just be real. They have the If any team out of this division can win a playoff series, could beat the Brewers – in a, in a first round series, it's the Mets. And maybe one day their pitchers will actually be healthy. That'll wow. be fun. Yeah. They've been saying this for five years. If we ever get this rotation all healthy, we'll win yep. it all. We've all been saying it. This is BetQL Daily presented by Fandle. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, t- taking a look at some opportunities to jump in on some MLB futures now that the trade deadline is coming gone. How about in the American League? The AL East is fun. We've got four of the five teams. That's just barely over 500, significantly over 500. The Jays have the best run differential. Odds to win the division. Red Sox, 42%. Rays, 40%. Yankees, 12%. Blue Jays, 6%. You get 10 to 1 on the Yankees if you wanted to take it. They are seven games back yeah. after uh, this the weekend sweep. And gaining, the, barely gain any ground. I know. See, I like the Yankees and Blue Jays to make runs here, Joe, at the wild card. The only issue is they play each other a lot in September, which means every night one of those has to lose when they play. I mean, if, if you hope both of them are making it or you have some money on one or the other, you hope one team kind of just takes it to the other because then it's a bunch of wins. But that could hurt both of them here. They have to play each other in September. Yeah. I'd like to bet on New York or Toronto, but that's going to be too difficult. That's going to be Unless you think much. the Red Sox collapse, then it's going to open a spot. And I – that Red Sox pitching, it's worried me for two months now. I don't think they have enough. Uh, to make the playoffs, Yankees, yes, are plus 128 on FanDuel. Toronto, yes, is plus 146. Thought Pretty I'd get similar. a little more. Yeah. I, if I get 150, 175 on each, I feel like one of them is going to be there. I just don't know which one because they play each other seven times. World Series odds for one of those teams? Uh, let's talk about all the AL East teams. You've got the Rays at 11-1. That's the shortest number. 
Then the Red Sox, 12 to 1. Yankees, 27. Toronto, 30. 30 on Toronto? Might get in. Yeah. For you, Ray, Barrios? Not bad. Interesting. Not bad. With Joe G, I'm Joe O. This is BetQL Daily Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. We are going to line them up next. Get you set for the day in Major League Baseball. Side totals, player props. Next, keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel.